1993, Final Approach changed the way we hunt waterfowl. Now, over 25 years later, we're back at it. My name's Mario, host of the FA Podcast. Let's talk waterfowl tips, tricks, tactics, and more. It's all going down right here with the Final Approach Podcast. Listen, everybody's an ambassador now, a pro staffer, a freaking, you know, yeah. everybody is that yeah, anymore. Because all that, man. Right, because it's so... It's what so, it meant for me was, right, got we it. got a show to do, and you need to show up in your final approach stuff and sell stuff on it. That's right. <laughs> that you got to show... That's right, your pro staff. Right. I mean, and, and, and back then it was, it was professional and promotion. You know what I mean? It, it, mm-hmm. That's what it was. Right. You had it. You had a. You had to know your area, know your, know what you were doing, know your right. customers, and you had to be able to flat out sell stuff, or you weren't worth. Right. You weren't. You weren't sticking around long right. because they. You know, if you didn't have your 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 shit together w- without a doubt, like you weren't there. And and it was a fight. Like I said, like you had to have. If they had. If they had five guys, you better have seven guys. If they. You know what I mean. It was. Right. Oh man, it was that's what we did. intense. There's no we did doubt. That. I know. And we ruled it. It was good. I mean, uh, you know, I would go out east of like the Waterfowl Festival and pull yep. that truck and trailer out there that we had all wrapped and everything, you yep. know. And, and then I'd get out there and I'm also selling calls, you know, because I'm doing the show too, but I'm yep. running this deal. Yep. So I'm selling calls and doing this. And it was, a, it was a great deal, you know, it worked out great. But our number one deal was selling pile approach stuff. So I would have five for guys doing nothing but selling final approach stuff, yep. and I'd have a pro staff or two of mine that's selling calls and stuff, and I'm looking over this whole thing, you know? Yeah. So, and trying to sell stuff and whatever, and my guys that sell calls are also final approach guys, yes. you know? Yes, yes. And that really, you know, and we and we sold a truckload. It was stupid how much we sold, but there was a lot of unrest there, you know? There's no And uh, <laughs> I'll never forget, and I love the guy together. You're very, very talented. You're one of the most talented goose callers there is in the country. The underrated, I think, back at the time was Josh Newweller, you know? Oh, yeah. And I remember yep. Josh was young, you know, and, you know, full of piss and vinegar, you know? And he comes up to me and he goes, this is bullshit. I don't understand this. I've won the world so many times and my face ain't on this trailer. Why am I in my face? I said, you're talking to the wrong guy. I didn't design this thing. Right. I said, but, you know, here's the problem. Back yeah. in those days, if you was going to be anybody, somebody either had to advertise you or you had to advertise yourself. You know, that's the only way in, in magazines. And that didn't happen. And I told him that. I said, you didn't get advertised. So nobody knows who you are, you know. And and uh, I said, not that you're not somebody, but just tell that's him right. that's why. Oh, he was mad, you know. And I said, I didn't design this thing, you know. Well, why is your face on the back? Uh, I said, because I've been across the world, you know, you know, with this stuff. You know, anyway, it was uh, just uh, so there was a lot of that little animosity, you know. But when the truck and trailer, my gosh, that was a big hit, you know. And that was oh, yeah. uh, Lee and Tom both, you know, put that all together. And Lee designed that trailer. It was a beautiful deal, you know. And the ads were unbelievable. And Lee could take, you know, you know, he could, he could take a rust, rustic pen, you know, penny and make it look like a million dollars, you know. Well, and it and, was uh, it was the it was I'll the pictures. With you. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I'll be honest with you. You know, we took you, you know we took a white horse and made it a stallion, you know. And at the time, you know, because man, it had went down. Yes. You know, at the time, where the other people were running it, and when they come on the scene, it went big. And then we, you know, started the TV show. Yep. And uh, at the time. 
I'm doing a DVD for Real Tree. I'm doing one for myself, you yep. know, and I'm doing this a DVD for Final Approach and a, and a TV show. So I mean, I'm five months on the road. Constantly, yes. You know? Yes. And um, well, and that's the thing. I love those years of band like that. It was good. You know, oh yeah. It was real good. I mean, but uh, you you know the thing about you talk about like Josh Newar. He he was an incredible caller and on that flute and the whole deal over there on the Eastern Shore. But uh, just like you said. Like if you uh-huh. took a normal if you took a normal waterfowl guy, you know, and picked him out of Iowa, let's call it, and you said, you know, who do you know, you know, and gave him a list of guys, you know, if you said Ground Saunders, Foils, Zinc, Josh Newweiler, like I, I don't know who he comes he probably comes back with you and Fred only because at the time, you know, you're doing you're doing all the shows, you're going everywhere, and you also were hardcore on the marketing with marketing your calls, marketing you. Lee Jost was, you know, was pounding that. Avery was pounding Fred, trying to pound Fred down everybody's throat. And, and you know, like you said, yeah, of course your face isn't on the trailer. Like, you, you haven't been to anything. Like, I, Josh knew I had never, you know, spent two minutes in Oregon, Washington, California, Montana, you know, whatever, Canada even for that matter. Like, you know, like, like you got to look at the, 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 the numbers and the odds and the, you know, the, the impressions they call it now. But listen, how many hands did you shake? How many people did you talk to? How many waterfowl guys did you take two minutes and talk to on the phone? I mean, that, all that hard work, you know, ends up paying off you know let's call it and right. i mean it listen the shit wasn't free back then you didn't get to just go no, hey it, you know you guys gonna no, put me on a trailer it, it, it makes, right makes me sad today sit back and and you know 90 percent of my stuff's on the internet would i still do the shows I, i'm going to texas to the du show but i'll be right. i'll be honest with you they don't even 90 percent of waterfowl i put a post on facebook the other day and i said has anybody heard of this and they ain't heard it happening you know so they don't advertise. I mean, you know, so what do you do? And then now people are so, people are lazy. It's so easy to get on the Internet and just order something. I know. You know? And I know. It's just, the whole world has changed so easy. I want to go out there, shake hands, and show them why my product's where it is. Right. And I'll, yeah, that car you bought 20 years from me, I still get it every day. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get a lifetime guarantee, man. Whatever, I'll fix you up. I, I That's s- how you sell product. You know, I still that think, hands-on stuff. Right, I, you know, right. I still think there's value in that. But you know what I'm I mean? I'm not going to go, you know, I, I, it's, it's frustrating to me, you know, and they can call me old school, whatever. If this is the, the most frustrating part to me is, 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 is me having me ground saying all of us guys had to earn that. Yes. We had to go to contests. We, before anybody knew who we were, we were guiding for years. Yes. You know, we were, you know, we were building up that we were going to every contest in the world winning $50 and spending 200 to get there, you know, and coming home on Friday night and taking off and driving halfway across the country <laughs> to go to one contest and hope you won it. And when you did, you saved that, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And then you gather all this up and you earned it, you know. So, and and then taking, you know, and taking that, then now I can do something, you know. I've heard this guy call a contest or something. He's done something. Hey, really won the world championship or, you know, won you know, 42 regionals and blah, 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 yes. you know what I'm saying? And you could take that because you earned it, and now people have respect for you, you know? Yes. So it was a different, different world, you know? And if you wanted to learn how to blow that call, I had to show you 
because it, or that somebody else would either show them at the booth. There was no getting on YouTube and seeing 25 guys trying to show you how to duck or goose call for That's first, right. You know? That's right. So It was a you different know, to, time. And then what, the biggest separation, I think, that happened was, is the advertising, you know, the paper advertising. I hate that. Do I like it because I don't have to write out a, a five check. $6,000 right. check a month for right. it, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Or, you know, but I would advertise in everywhere from Maryland, across every little local paper, right. every little hunting paper, whatever you could I could find. I had an ad in it, had whatever. And then, you know, we'd do the best, you know, full pages of Wildfowl and all the different ones. Yep. But, yeah, it was expensive. Gun dog magazine, but everybody looked at them. Well, it was the I Bible. Mean, when you it, get the same paper yes. magazine today, nobody looks at it. You know? Yeah. Like it was the Bible back then. Like when you when you got it, you know, you look through and listen. No matter if it was, uh, you know, subliminal, let's call it, or you know, you, you know, if you had your picture and your ad in everybody's face in every magazine, even if they just kind of were flipping through it and go past it, when they got to a store, if they didn't, you know, if they didn't know, you know, say enough or did a bunch of research on a call. You know, they were at the counter and they're like looking and they go, oh, yeah, there's that foils. You know, I see that ad all the time. Yeah. You know, maybe if they're saying it or even if they're thinking it, whatever. Like, you know, you hammered right. it so much into their head. And, and so did a couple other guys that they had to try it or just buy it flat out there. So, yeah, I mean, it paid Well, the off. other part of it was you, we were forced to do that because, you know, I never forget, you know, I mean, the first time I went to Cabela's to sell calls. I went out there scared to death. I had two calls. I had a duck and a goose call. Back right. that time, Hollis Perkins was a guy that he, you, oh, you were, you were shaking to go see him, you know. He's like the godfather of this business, you know. Right. And everybody's like, oh, my God, you got to talk to Hollis Perkins and Cabela's. So I did. Right. So I went in there, and he goes, what do you got? You have to make appointments, drive all the way, you know, right. 12 hours out there. Out the city. out there, and there I've got these, you know, <laughs> so I bring these calls out there, and he goes, acrylics, huh? How much are they? I said, well, they retail for 150 I know. Or he goes, looks at me, and he goes, are you crazy? <laughs> and I said, no, I've been selling the crap out of him. And he said, I said, I'm telling you, it's going to be the new thing. And he said, no way. There's no way I can sell $150 goose call. I said, I said well, you get that duck call. And I said, I think it was 100 and a quarter at the time. Right. And I said, and I, he looked at me, and he goes, maybe 100 on the duck call. No way you're going to have the goose. I go, give it a shot. He goes, you know what, a, you know, a quarter-inch deal and an ad cost me? And I said, ah, you'll make it, I promise you will. How much am I going to make? He said, it better be 40%. So I just hit a number right. that was better than that. And right. he said, all right, I'm, he goes, got to be that much. He goes, all right, what else are you going to give me? And I said, I'll give you 3% if you pay in 30 days. Right. And I knew that from Big Mike Keller told me to do that. You that's know? right. He I mean, that, before I went up there. That's right. And uh, so he looks at me and he goes, Here's the number one question. Where are you advertising? Thank the Lord. I just took like oh my, my first God. or second wildfowl ad, and I threw it. It was like a half page, and I threw it out. I said, well, I, I advertise it here. Yep, that and made goes, a huge difference. Full page. And he said, but all right, we'll give you a shot. Better sell them. And so oh I was God. like, so they basically would ask you all the, you know, the dealers, where are you oh, advertising yeah. that? Oh, yeah, that was a and huge so question. And so then you would throw them a little incentive on their buy Cabela's or something, you know, so... It was, uh, and then I would take, I had a deal also, like a deal I was talking about Josh, like I had a, I had a contract, and like most people didn't know because I didn't tell it, and I still got with the guy, you know, the ones I have, if they win the world, if they won the world, 
I would. I said I will be the decision maker. I'll either give you five thousand dollars cash, or I'll uh, build a call with your name on it, and you'll make least that or more money. I think you'll right. make more money, and I'll give you seventy five percent of it or whatever. Right. We'll we'll jack it to two hundred dollars, which you probably remember some of those calls. I do. You know, and uh, we're going to make two hundred of them, and I'll give you this much, and all I want is amount to do it. Plus, I'll give you one full page ad in Wildfowl. Right. Well, they thought that was the best, so I put their name up there, and oh, heck, yeah. it was doing me good, them good, everybody, and that would say, oh, my God, here's this guy, here's this guy, here's this, you know. And uh, so I used that to, you know, I, I used every little thing I could use. I got to get to them, you know. So And then those guys would get recognized, you know. But without that, nobody. Hollis Perkins, one time, I come in there, I went into his office, and it was the second year, and he goes, what do you got new? I said, man, I got something for you right here. And he goes, what is it? And I pulled out this, uh, pulled out a call with a uh, straight meat hog with a competition insert with acrylic red band, white with acrylic red band on ivory with it. Right. And I had red lettering all over this. And I put, you've probably seen them. Yep. It said Craig McDonald, you yep. know, Canadian world champ, blah, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. And all this, I said, look, I'll give you an exclusive on this thing. So for 200 bucks, and this is what you make, and we'll take the rest, you know. Right. And uh, he goes, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. I said, well, he won this here. And he goes, well, let me see. He said, he goes, you know all this stuff. He goes, ask me a question. And I said, what? He goes, ask me ask me a question. Who won the world bet? I said, well, he goes, I don't have a clue. Right. He said, he says, I don't know who won the world goose, and I don't care. Just like most people don't care. They don't care who this is. Now, your name's on it. I want to sell this here. You take that, and you sell it on your own, and I want something else. And I'm like, oh, boy. So I had a tough one. Uh, call in my bag that was a, a just a um, acrylic turn call that was a goose call that I didn't really know what I was going to do with, you know, right. but it sounded good and and he loved all them crazy names I always got, you know, straight right. meat and all this stuff, straight meat and all that. He loved all that. So anyway, I pulled this call out. I mean, I'm not even thinking of nothing. I said, well. And I, I just I just gave him a line of BS. I said I'm getting ready to make this one into a polycarbonate call and get a mold for it. Threw it after, and he goes, blow it. And I blew it a little bit, and he goes, how much is that going to cost? I said, $59. You're going to sell it for $59. I can't sell fast. So right. You told me right. the same thing on the straight meat auger. I said, look, you think Cadillac built a lower model car? They're going to be going to charge less for it? No. So this is the Cadillac we're going to charge more money for. It. This is what you're going to make. He goes, what are you going to call it? I just threw this out of the top <laughs> of my head, and I go, beat grinder. And he, go, he started laughing. He goes, We'll take several thousand in probably. <laughs> and I want colors, you know, I want bourbon water or some smoke or something, you know, and I go, yep. Okay, I gotta go find somebody to mold this thing. Oh my god. <laughs> That's how that starts. So but what I'm getting at, nobody knew back then who anybody was, you know, unless you were some, right. you know, you made it, you know, somehow. So. Well, and at the time so, at, anyway. at the time who has who has calls in the major stores at that time? I mean it's you and and who else is grinding? Is is Fred or Grounds in the stores at the time as yep. well? So okay, so everybody's pitching, and I'm you know, but but and that's when, you know, they start putting in like a call case because now they gotta they gotta keep right. these hundred and hundred plus dollar calls out of everybody's hand, and they gotta put somebody in there, and that mm-hmm. was a huge deal. And then the fight the fight at the store was. Uh, Were you going to get any of those guys at the store on your staff because they would push your products more? Oh, it was, you know, there was so much dude, I into put, it. I put everybody I 
could yes. anywhere. Gave them more stuff. You wouldn't believe the behind-the-scenes mafia oh, yeah. stuff we did. You know? Oh, it was. I mean, them guys back there, I mean, I had them all. I would, you know, you're, you're, you're blowing groundless or you're blowing zinc or something. Well, what are you doing that for? I'll give you this, this, this here, and I'm coming out your way hunting out there. We'll put you on film or something. You know, boom. Well, okay. So, and you had that guy. But the difference was Cabela's, Cabela's or any store around the country had a guy back there when they hired him. They were a waterfowl guy. Yes. They knew how to, that was part of your, you know, yes. your resume. You had yep. to be all that. Yep. Now. Forget it. They just, you know, some, some kid off the internet, you know, and yeah, he just went to college, you know, let's hire him. And he go walk in there now, and those guys used to lead him right to the case. And now it's like, you want a goose call? Uh, I think they're over here. Uh, let's <laughs> go look. Right. They're right over there. Okay, I'll see you later. If you need something, let us know. You're right. Unless and you, the thing. Yeah, unless so. you, unless you're going to, uh, Unless you're going to a, a specialty, sh- not a specialty shop, but if you're going to a, a mom and pop that knows what they're doing store, you know, you take, you right. know, you could, you, you know, you could talk about, you know, maybe, you know, Molly's on the East Coast or, you know, Kittle's down in the mm-hmm. West in California. You talk about right. Presley's up in Illinois up there or, and, and right. the big one, or mm-hmm. you're talking about Max or you're talking about, you know, Rogers Sporting Goods. I mean, unless you're going to one of those stores, you know, now those stores will have some people that can blow a call. You know what I mean, and know what they're talking about because right, they right. are truly committed yeah. to, you know, waterfowl and and the whole tradition and and the products. They got to have somebody because they still get right. walk-in traffic. And yeah, there's a ton of stuff on the internet anymore, and everything just sells, and you can get anything you want. But if you walk in that store, you bet your ass somebody there is going to be able to blow a call and sell you one. There's no doubt. That, right. That's still one there. of those there, they'll, they'll do it. And it's kind of the same. And another thing I used to do is I, uh, I started doing that at Shields because I knew one of the guys uh, at Shields real well. I started running a uh, um, uh, contest. So right. whoever sold the most false calls in that store, you know, at the end of the year, got a free hunt, free call, free yep. hoodie, blah, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. I did that across the country, <laughs> and I nailed them all. <laughs> and I did the same thing for Final Approach when we, you know, was doing that. Yeah, I was because... doing the same thing. You guys have Final Approach yep. hats on, you do this, you do that, you know. We'll give you a blind, we'll take you on a hunt, we'll do whatever. We did that for a long time, you know. Oh, the... And it was just, you can call it like a mafia deal or whatever. I That's don't know, right. whatever it is, it worked, you know. So. Listen, the grind was but, real uh, at the time, and the struggle was real, and the war was real, and you had to... Anything you got, you, you earned absolutely it. earned it. There's no doubt, you know. And that, and that's the, you know, listen. Yeah. We, we are at, we, we're in the position that we're in now with, you know, the the social media and you know guys posting a video up and they get, you know, one million likes or they get a bunch of, you know. And listen, <laughs> it, it just is what it is, you know. And 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 us, you know, you could call us and old school. And the guy school. sitting at home. Right, you know, eating Cheetos in his underwear, <laughs> you know, watching something he wants to show on Netflix while he's doing that. <laughs> he's in his mom's basement yelling for meatloaf. Like I get it, like mom. Exactly. You know, I get yeah, that. Yeah, we'll that's... Bill hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and listen, that's just the way it is. I'm sorry, but yeah, <laughs> just, I, you can call me old school, whatever you want to, you know. And it's, <laughs> I watch these videos, and I was out there. It, it, it kind of started me just a few years ago. I. I go out in Kansas out there to F5 Outfitters out there. It's a great place out there. Right. A guy called me a long time ago, and he said, Foles, what would it take for you to come out here and just run some hunters or whatever? I want to charge extra right. money, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And I said, dude, if it's after my season, I'll come. Right. I'll come out there. So I played what I wanted, and we made a deal and become great friends, and it's a good gig for me and him. Right. You know? So, And I sell a ton of calls on there. 
But we're riding around one day, and I can't, I'm not going to say the guy's name, <laughs> but I'm not into all that crap. I see it, I flip it off, I can't believe Agreed. it. He goes, yeah, so-and-so, you know, you know, you know, he's a hat cam guy, he's out here all the time, and you, you know, and this is where he guys and all, he's an idiot, and he shoots high and does this, runs all these hunters, does all this stuff, and I go, who's that? And they go, you don't know this guy? I said, no, how would I know this guy, you know? And he goes, oh, dude, and he said, let me pull him up on YouTube. So he does, and I listen to this, and I'm going, are you serious? And I said, how? How did this guy even get on the air, you know? Right. It's and free. He goes, I'm telling the guy he's got a big following, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I go, are you kidding me? You know, I'm looking at this deal, and the guy's a hat cam shooting stuff far and wide and trying to tell people how to do it. And I'm listening to stuff, and I thought, this guy's has lost his last year's Easter egg, you know? Yep. And I'm like, what, what is going on? I said, dude, look at the following. I know. I go, who follows him? Hey, well, all these people here. I go, you've got to be kidding me. And he said, no, man, it's, you know, it's a... Well, the thing, the thing that I've talked about with, with everybody that's been on, on this whole series is I always go back to it and I say, you know, the thing, the thing that I miss and the thing that the younger generation or even just new hunters right now getting into the waterfowl game, the thing that, that they're missing the most and they don't even know it is, you know, back then you could get a, you could get buy a video... You can buy a DVD, you could buy a VHS, you could you could watch a TV show and and you would get to see and learn from incredible mentors and and we're talking about Grounds and you and Buck and Fred and Butch Richenbach and and uh, Rick Dunn at Echo and you just keep going down the line of the waterfowl guys and we're you know some of the guys have passed some of the guys are getting older don't do much you know like things have changed totally and i just go you guys are missing all that instruction all that information all that stuff you could soak up and this next generation and, you know, you're watching and maybe they, they don't call really good or, you know, their tactics are a little sketch or whatever. And I'm like, and you guys are, are following and watching them. And the only thing that I want to try to, you know, bring back and push and do whatever I can is the whole instruction thing, trying to do it right, being respectful, you know, uh -huh. just doing everything right. about the waterfowl tradition that exactly. at, we came through is, uh -huh. is just key. And, and, you know, and listen, the, the kid, everybody can do whatever they want to do. Like the internet's free. You can post, you can put up whatever you want and, and I go for it, right. do what you want. But what, what we're going to try you to do at final approach. Off of somebody else's site and run them onto your site. Like it's yours. And yeah, yeah. It as, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah. trying to, I'm just trying to, I'm going to do whatever I can to kind of put that back in, you know, because I feel like I have to, and it's like my duty because, well, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm crazy. There's a way to do this, and I, I believe that. And, and uh, most everybody, you know, everybody says, boy, if you were here about one of the last warriors, you know. Well, I'm a long way from quitting, you know, and I'm in it right. every day and do whatever. But, uh, you know, I think, to, you know, for you to, for that to happen, I, 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 we have to have young guys. I mean, you have to have young guys in here pushing your stuff and do it. I get that. There's a generation for that. Right. But I think, you know, you have to keep a handful of those warriors in there to make it real. 
You have to. Keep to. it real. So keep what you used to have. What made this thing? Right. You know, and and keep all that stuff real. I think that's what you have to do. You know, and uh, I think the more that more that people do, the better this will get. Because there's still a lot of people out there that thinks exactly like we do. Yeah, there's you know, no doubt. Buy a lot of stuff. That there's a lot no of money. doubt. There's you know, no doubt. So, they're tired of all this. I hear it daily, you know, and uh, you know, and customers on the phone. So I, I really believe that, you know. I think, and that's what's been lost, you know. The other day, and I mean, and, and you know me, I'm pretty straightforward. I pretty, well, say what I think, you know. A lot of times I probably shouldn't, but I do. So <laughs> I'm in the same boat, put, so go. <laughs> I put a post up. I put a post up there, and it's something that really, really aggravates me. When when I first started uh, goose hunting, we hunted over. Two different, three different kinds of decoys. The right. best decoy we had, I'll go for that first, was a herder star foam full by had a wooden stake. Yep. That was unbelievable. That was the best thing you ever seen. But you put, if you were lucky enough to have a couple of those, kind of like having some Dave Smith on your bread, if you were lucky you enough and could afford those, right. you know, well, I hunted over tires and yep. I hunted over, over black and white wooden solos and killed a ton of geese. And we're talking years now. You're talking when I was a kid. Okay, so we just kept this silhouette thing up, you know. And then along comes Outlaw and puts a picture on a decoy. Yep. Real geese right behind him. Yep. You know, and we've seen this. And this was back before I even started to call business, all this, because we were all, I got Outlaw magazines, me and Ground was all over that thing, you know, <laughs> right. picture-wise. You know, like right. deer decoys, turkey decoys, all this stuff. Oh, and my a God. Pile, I mean, a field full of them things. Now, if the sun shine, we took them up. You know, because right. they were like mirrors. The two shiny, right? Cloudy days, we killed them over. But the black and whites, black and white wood ones, we sold forever. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, we still. I, I remember painting them. I remember painting my own. I put them out this day and kill them over. Yep. But you know, when I put all my fool bodies around my pit and stuff, you know, right. but that's how we did for years. So I went down south and bought a bunch of these clubs. When the geese started going, stopped going down south, right. I went down there and got truckloads all I could get. Right. But, so, that's a great thing, okay? People would look at you, you know, seven, eight years ago, you'd do that. I blacked the field up there at my duck club up there, and they'd look at me like I was nuts. So, <laughs> the first my rear bush ate it up, you know. Right, and but, then it was on, right. Anyway, now, you would think that this these silhouettes just come off the, just come off, and here they, they just Brand fell new. out of the air somewhere. It's the newest, greatest Best thing since sliced bread. You Brand know? new. I'm thinking, dude, you guys, you know, yeah, I get it, but, you know, and this ain't nothing new, you no. know, and this corrugated stuff. And I know you guys are making them, yeah. you know, and all that. And I, we I, have to. I just saw what you're doing. It's a good, it's, I think it's awesome that you're making them. Yeah. But this ain't the newest thing out there. <laughs> but it is not. This thing just didn't come out. You know, it ain't no. the newest, greatest thing. No, it's, yeah, they're awesome. I, I think it's awesome, you know. But I, I look at this, and but there's a there's a handful out there that acts like you can't kill a goose unless you got one of these things. Oh my God! Well, yeah, I mean, well, we, listen. Let me give the, you a new spot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We we've got you know the thing about it. If you, if you've been doing this a while and just hunting, I don't I don't even mean in the industry. If you if you have hunted for as long as you and I have hunted, I mean, I remember you know painting my own black and whites i remember cutting out the the, the 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 plywood i remember i remember doing all that you know what i mean and and then i remember getting uh i think i think i got real geese i think that was the f- 
I don't I don't know which ones I got, but I remember having them. I remember having old carry light shells that you could stack as high as you could without the stakes and carry a pile of them in. You know, I remember the first Bigfoots because of the, you know, it was the first full body. I remember doing all that. So, you know, listen, this this stuff is coming right around because the geese kind of get in that, you know, they kind of get in that that pattern of they've seen something long enough. And listen, it's not like, mm-hmm. you, you know, listen, you can kill them with anything. It, it, you just got to know your geese, know what's going on, and you can put out silhouettes. And some days the silhouettes aren't going to do it, you know, and you got to have full body. Right. So you got to do this or you got to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, listen, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just the next phase of what's happening. So, you know what I mean? But <laughs> Yeah, you know, the, it's just like I, I see that and I'm like, dude, I was doing this before. <laughs> Before it was cool. Hey, before it was cool. Yeah, before it was really cool. You know, and I remember I just wore a regular hat too. I didn't have to wear a fancy five belt or something. But I, well, listen, know, as I long had a as camera, I didn't have a hat, hat cam, so. there's 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 certain things that don't need to come back. So we'll just keep it we'll just keep it grinding and keep it moving forward. And you know, it is what it is. So. Oh man, awesome! Listen, no, and don't get me wrong. I think it's great that it is. Yep. I think there's a way to hunt them, and yes. I think that's the educational part that needs to be done. You know, agreed. Rather than like you're a company that sells it all. You know, Final Approach sells everything, every piece of it. To me, that's the greatest thing ever. You know, I get it. If you only sell one thing, that's what you're going to try to sell. You of know, course. you're going to push it all you can. You're going to do yep. what you have. If you got a lot of money, it's going to be make it even easier. That's so. Right. I think that's great, but a company like Final Approach can take the decoys you have, mixing it with this at the right time and showing there's the right way to do that and how well it works is unbelievable. Because now you've got the, to, in my in my opinion, you got a good silhouette and you got a good full body up there, you've got, you, you, you can kill any of these things. But you got it licked because you know, we'll the offer everything. You know and what I mean? I think it's a, it's a great thing. Well, listen, it's the same thing that's gone on. You know, the layout blinds have been around forever. Ron was the creator, the inventor. Uh-huh. Look how many people have yeah. ripped that off and chased that and, and done whatever to it. And it's still uh-huh. the same damn design that he came up with, you know, 30-some years ago. Yeah. So that's still going. And then, yeah. you know, look at – and I know you remember, you know, building a damn pallet blind or an A-frame blind or doing something, you know, doing a willow blind up in uh-huh. Canada or putting – yeah, whatever, and doing something. The guys in Canada, the, the, the people that I remember using a stand-up blind, let's say – uh, as far back as I can remember, has been the guys in Canada. You know, the only other people that I think mm-hmm. yeah. did it did mm-hmm. it maybe next was the guys on the Eastern Shore. You know what I mean? Putting up some some bigger frame style blinds like that. But Canada was way ahead of the game. You know what I mean? Because of the terrain and what goes on up right. there, and you could be in the middle of the field and put some willows because they have so many brush piles and and fence rows and trees and i mean you just smash them you know what i mean so that's not new that's right. totally come back around you know no <laughs> no it's not that stuff is this <laughs> we took you know because i was an island to rebar rebar and uh yep. um, concrete wire right made a bunch of them yeah you know, exactly like that, you know but we've been building blinds like our duck blinds down here like well, you've seen the real foot blinds. That's what yep. we hunt out. We've hunted out since I was a kid. Big blinds with boat lines on them and all this yep. stuff, you know. That's kind of what we hunt out of the old time. So, but it was so good because that was getting stale yes. around here. Yes. Yeah, it was getting stale. And um, and so so the layout blinds were awesome. But around here, we're all pits, you know. Right. But the, 
then the lab line is the best thing ever. Because we used to go to Canada and dig holes, you know. Oh, yeah. You talk, you talk about have fun, go up there and dig six holes, you know. And then one for a camera guy. I've done that for uh, Oh, my God, forever. I know I talked. I had I had Duke LeVan on, and, you know, Duke's been a great friend of Ron's forever, mm-hmm. and Duke's up here in sure. Washington, and I've known sure. Duke forever. And he was like. The man band. Yeah, the, the band. <laughs> and he, he was talking about the same thing. He's like, we'd drive over to Eastern Oregon, and we'd spend the night, and we'd dig, dig the pits out, and then we'd. You know, we'd lay in them and all this stuff, and he's like, "We were digging pits all the time." So when mm-hmm. the when the when the layout blind came around, he's like, "I don't think anybody was, I don't think anyone was happier other than the guys that had to dig a pit or dig a hole to sit in or whatever or lay in right. or whatever." I mean, I remember it. It sucked. It was flat That's out. It true. was like work. That's absolutely. It true. was like work. It was work. Talk <laughs> about work. Oh god. You know, you know and then for years. This, you think I'm nuts? I dug those things in. Ugh, you know, I, and I still do it yep. a lot of times. You're on a bean field or something. Yes, if you got to get I, down. I dug those in a bunch. I mean, my trailer full of shovels. I go, you're going to do what? I, I go, know. dude, I want this thing. You know, I don't want it to barely coming out of the ground. You know, unless we was in heavy cover, I was digging them things out. And, and yeah, just because my mind was so yep. used to, you know. And I still, and to this day, I mean, you can have the best decoys and calling and all that there, but. If you ain't hit, you ain't killing them. I don't care. There's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, and you talk about a bean or a, a, a pea field up in Canada, and you're talking about, you know, most of it's already been picked up, and it's, you know, whatever's left. And you, I mean, unfortunately, at that point, you, you either got to find another field, or you are going to be digging them down because there's no cover. That's exactly what you're going to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to all the dirt off. Right. So I you got to pick yeah. something to do. So Ridiculous. yeah. I mean, listen, it's, you know, the cool thing is, you know, we've watched. You know the waterfowl category come through such a, an incredible, you know, you know time. You know, like like we talk about in that 0506, and it and it just keeps ebbing and flowing and up and down, and it just keeps going. And and listen, I'm just, I mean, I'm just happy to still be doing it, and and it's still going, and there's some right. innovations coming. And I mean, shit, this is what you know. You can't. I mean, listen, you're born with this duck dna let's call it waterfowl dna whatever right. like you can't get it out of your system so sure. it, ain't, it ain't leaving you, you know? yeah so i'm i'm okay I with what's said, going when I, on they said when you quit and i said i don't know but right now today i've been doing this would be my 58th year oh my god and yeah so i've yeah. been doing it since i was six yeah and right here on the mississippi river not i'll be going to the same spot i was in the same area <laughs> and you know, and I said when I quit, when I quit getting, when a bunch of mallards come in or a bunch of hawkers come in and eat it up, when I quit getting that thrill, oh. you know, that last, it's hard to explain. You know, just like a turkey coming in. When I yep. quit getting that, I'm quitting. Yeah, and you I know quit, what? I, you know, I still got it. So it's never gonna, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> but, They'll be throwing dirt on you, buddy. That's when it. That's when you're gonna be out, over with it because if if you're, I know you're as crazy about all this stuff as I am. So it, they'll be throwing dirt on me by the time I, I'm I'm over it. So yeah, yeah, it, it just yeah, it is uh, what it uh, is. <laughs> I just and I just keep I just keep looking for the best mousetrap. You know, that, that's why I've got thirty some different calls. You know, that, you probably just because keep doing I it. want not because I want to because I think okay, I built this one here it might be better for me than everybody else will like. You know, so. And I'm just looking for a next new mousetrap, you know, all the time. That's, so, that's what you got to do. Yeah, you no. just got to keep keep grinding because, the, listen, the, the birds are changing. The tactics change. The weather's changing drastically. Everything is changing. So you got to be on point for innovation and what's going right. on, and you got to adapt with the times, and you got to go for it. So, yeah. 
So get your it's get really your. It's really cool listening to you know talking to you on here. I guess John Bach and I, who was a. I'm gonna major, get. Major I'm gonna get John on as well because and, uh, he's like never, the last part of it. But go he? ahead. Yeah, he's gonna come on. Yeah, he's gonna he, come on uh, after you. Yeah. He was at the shot show. And uh, one year, and he was working for Buck Garner down there. Yeah, I said, remember. Uh, he come, I walked by to see him, and I walked by there, and he goes, "Hey, what's this deal you're starting the final approach?" <laughs> he said, "The word's out. There's gonna be something big, you know." And I said, "Well, it is. Me and him been good friends for years. Oh yeah, know? for a long time. And, uh, and just my God, he's hilarious, you know. Anyway, he's, uh, uh, he said, "Well." Well, what do you do? He said, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I said, what do you want to know? He goes, I'm on a job. I want in on this. <laughs> and he said, no, seriously, I want in on this. I know this is going to be big, and I know you got something up your sleeve, and you got jokes, mm-hmm. and you got, I just yep. that. I said, what do you want to do? And he, I said, they'll make you move to Wisconsin. He goes, oh, man, I can't do that. And I said, well, let me see what I can do. So I went over and seen Tom Lutz and Joe's, and I said, look, this guy can work from home and make, you know, five, six trips a, a month up there and probably do more for you than most of the guys you got in the office. Yep. And they, they hired him right there. So, oh, my God, that's funny. You know, and then he did do a lot for him, you know. But John went through. Oh, he went through it all. John went through. Oh. Yeah, but he went through very, very frustrating times, too. You know, that's, where he's sitting there yeah. like we are, looking at a product yes. that you're just shaking your head at, you know. Yes. I mean, I don't mean anything bad because I like all these people and everything. But basically, what happened when this thing got sold again, they just walked around a binocular company and go, did you duck that? You ever duck that before? No, I'm deer hunter. How about you? Well, I went once time. Okay, you're ahead of this. Well, that's and <laughs> so listen, that's basically what they did. Yes, and and it showed. You know, that's the frustrating. That was so. the frustrating part of Final Approach, and I talked about it with Ron and a couple other people. You know, it came down to the point of when when it was sold a couple different times, and then you would get with a big you know conglomerate company that had you know twenty brands or whatever the case may be. What ended up happening is. You know, oh, we make we make twenty million doing this brand, but we only make a couple million doing this brand. Like, let's not pay that much attention to it. And like you said, it got exactly. down to money. It got down to money, and then it also came down to, uh, you know, just the, you know, let's let's just ride it for a while and keep the products going. And and the products that were coming out maybe were people who, like you said, weren't end users, and and uh-huh. or weren't hardcore waterfowlers, and that. That really made the difference in the products, and it makes the difference at the company. You know, now I get to, you know, I, I, I eat, sleep, and breathe waterfowl. I've done it forever, and it's just uh-huh. in me. And sure. I talk to people that do it, like talking to you, talking to, you know, talking to, talking to Fred, talk to Buck Gardner, talk to any of these guys, you know, that have waterfowl, talk to Duke LeVan, talk to Ron, you know, anybody that's done it their whole life, it's just in their system. And you talk to them about making products or you talk to them about doing stuff or hey what do you think about this and you get with the people that do it all the time and then you start making a new product or or doing something and that's when right that's when you get Mm -hmm. solutions to a problem and you come up with a great product not hey we need three new SKUs, three new items for next year what do you want to put out oh let's put out let's put out another gun case right right i'll never forget i was in oshkosh wisconsin I was in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and um, I was at the BU thing, and I had this giant booth. I'd been one in a caller's deal. I just 40 or 60 tent put up, and we were selling the crap out of stuff. It was right. a, I hated so much. That was one of the best shows that 
do you remember? Oshkosh was. I do remember so that. So yep. I was in this stand up here, and I had all these people working, final approach, you know, yep. a ton of final approach stuff, doing all this stuff right here. But at the time, that was the end of the Copeland thing where it yes. got done. Yes. Well, basically, you know, and I hate to say this, it was a very good thing on their part, but, but when you took a company like that, yeah, they bought a company, shined this thing, this, this, you know, passed the bill, put some body putty on the rust, <laughs> passed her up, made this thing look like a Cadillac, and sold it, yep. you know, and all of us were, we were all frustrated over Yep. That. so we knew what happened, and now I'm sitting there, and I, my biggest complaint was, I said, look, I'm selling the product, you got my name on the product, yes. but that's the first time I here make my calls look bad, I ain't doing this, you know, yes. I'm not going to promote this junk. You know, if it is a piece of junk, and I may be talking out of school here, but this is just the way it was. Well, and, you, uh, your name was so on it, it at the and time. They the bush now. Yes, you're, you're, you had so skin the in the game. So the guy they had yep. to meet me at Oshkosh wanted to have dinner with me. So great guy, awesome. I mean, I'm friendly with him. He's an unbelievable guy. This guy is jacked up like a 16 year old with <laughs> you know with a brand new you know Camaro or something. So, right. He's coming, and I can't wait. And he goes, oh, what do you think, Jim? I'm so anxious to work with you, and I've seen so much, and I'm all this anxious, and I'm all the time. I'm just sitting there eating my dinner, and I go, what do you think? And I said, you don't want to know what I think. <laughs> he goes, no, no, very important. You know, you're heading this up and doing this here, and blah, blah, blah. And I talked to John, and I've done this here. I said, I'm not going to burst your bubble. And I just, we just kept sitting there. He goes, no, tell me what you think. And I go, you bought a white horse, what you bought. <laughs> he was kind of saying, you got a ton of work ahead of you. Yes. And his face dropped, and I said, you got an unbelievable uh, company that has an unbelievable name. Yes. One of the best names in the industry here. Yes. And I go, you got another company that just tried to run it in the ground. I said, no, you've got to pick this thing out of there and bring it back to what it was. I yes. said, you got your work cut up. I said, all this stuff here? And he had this, I'll never forget, he had his brand-new decoy. So look at this. We've already been over, and we carved this decoy, and it was a little bitty. I went little canvas back. Yeah. Well, I river hunt yeah. out here all the time. Long line stuff, do all that out here. And we kill a lot of, you know, divers out here. The key to killing divers big. You know, just for big, the black and white. And I said, what are you gonna, I said, dude, what are you going to do with this? Is that for your shelf, I hope? And he goes, no, this is our money. I said, that's fine. I said, it looks real good. The guy did a great job. I said, now, times that times three and sell it. Yeah. You know, sell it. <laughs> yep. I was busting his bubble every way he went, oh. you know. And... and that was just the way it went there. So, like you said, it was put on the back burner. Right, and it wasn't but, an end know, user. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because listen, if they had so, talked to anybody, if they had talked to anybody that hunted divers, pr- pressed really hard, and you showed them that that canvas back, because I remember them, I still have some of them. If you showed them those canvas backs, you'd say, "Hey, that's not a bad carving. Looks pretty good." At the time, it was a good carving. Looks pretty good. But listen, this has to be. You got to make this thing about eight inches bigger. You know, front to back, right. you got to make it exactly. taller. I mean, you got to right. take yeah. this and come up about thirty so, percent. Yeah, the funny thing about this end of all this, how this ended to me is really funny thing. I was sitting in a meeting. Um, I was sitting in a meeting with uh, at Bushnell. They called me over to the meeting. I was kind of thinking, but John Bach was there. John gave you the story. Yeah. And they wanted me over there because Steve Rogers was there. You know, yep. Steve was going to order a bunch of stuff. Yep. Steve comes in. You know, mild manner, Steve. You know. Comes oh yeah. In. And I've seen him do this before, you know, he don't get excited about nothing. <laughs> and he just said, and they're all excited, oh, Steve, how can you do What can we build for you? He said, well, you can go back to this, you can build this, and yep. you can stop doing this and this and this. And he just started listening to these guys. He said, because otherwise I ain't buying nothing. That's right. <laughs> 
if you don't fix this, and it's, uh, and they're just, you know, well, we'll do what he says. I've seen what you've been doing. It ain't working. Now, if you want me to sell this, that's right. so what I love about this, then that man's like, I've had enough. I'm buying this company, you know? So I thought it was the greatest thing in the world when he told me, you know, that it was theirs. So. Well, and that's when things change. You know, right? Yeah, but it's gone up and down. It's gone up and down so many times. You know, I I talked to Ron about Mm -hmm. it. Ron gets real. uh, Ron was pissed when I said, you know, none of the companies really destroyed the name. And he's like, yeah, they did. And I was like, I was like, well, they, they, they destroyed. They didn't really destroy it. Some of them just sat it on the back burner. Some just didn't make good products. Mm-hmm. There was a stretch in time where they changed blind factories, and and you know it's no secret. I talk about it all the time mm-hmm. where the where the aluminum was substandard, and you were getting a lot of broke blinds. And and I know Vaca saw mm-hmm. all that stuff, and so did you at the time. There was a certain section where that happened, and listen, shit happens. So okay, so we're up and down. But yeah. I always go back to Final Approach, and you said it as well. Final Approach is such a badass name and still has credibility in the waterfowl industry that I'm not afraid to, to kind of, I don't want to say pick up where Ron left off, but try to come back to where the company was and try to be innovative, try to make some, some, you know, solutions to any problems or try to make a great product or, you know, make a a good decoy and make something affordable. Like we're just going to press on and do as much as we can, because I, I, I still have allegiance back to that time, you know, of Ron Latch on everything that's gone on. So I have a a special pride in that. So I want to see it through. So this, I mean, this has gone full circle for me. So I'm listen, this is a dream. This is a dream to try to bring this, you know, back to the forefront and work sure. on it. There's no doubt. I'm I'm pumped. I think if it was if it was my deal doing it, you're doing an awesome job at it. You guys and Steve and I was doing an awesome job. It's my deal. I would do that. I would get the young guys that were gun hole that they're not phony. They're, they they get it. They want to do it and all this, and get that young crowd involved, like you're saying. Yeah. But then I would keep some old school guys in there. There's no that, doubt to keep that straight, so it doesn't make that fall back, and to give it credibility. You, you know, know? So, I, I, it's funny uh, that when you, you say, know, you know, what I'm saying, I'm, there's I'm, no doubt. I'm, and I absolutely ain't tooting my horn. I'm just saying, some of the guys that was, you know, that <laughs> needs to that needs to continue on. The one, you know, I think. Just to keep it all so it never ever goes nowhere but forward, you know. I'll and, I'll, uh, I'll give you a funny ass believe, story. I believe it can. Yeah. I'll give you a funny ass story, and you'll you'll totally crack up on this because there's totally guys listening that are exactly like you and me, and then there's a the younger generation. There's a couple kids uh, at the office that help me. Okay, and when we order hats, uh-huh. when we order hats, right? I go, I go, hey, uh-huh. make sure you order the old man hats, and then you order the flat bill hats. And and that's so I always uh-huh. get those kids' opinions. You know what I mean? Because they're they're young kids. They're they're grinding, and they just wear a flat bill hat. And I'm that, that's just not me. So I go, hey, when we're gonna order hats, like like we're gonna order, <laughs> we're gonna order six hundred hats. Got, make sure three hundred are for me, <laughs> and three hundred are for you. <laughs> I I got the same thing here. You know, selling my hats. You know, I've got the old school hats and all that there. And they're really young. You can't give them away to them, Marley, you know. Yeah. But then I just start building, you know. I don't go the really Chad Belding flat build, <laughs> gangster-looking deal, but I get 
I get close to it, and now, heck, I'm even thinking, well, that's pretty cool, I'll wear it, you know, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, funny. It's a new world. Yeah, that's right. It's a new world, and, you know, and we need to change who to, you know, I didn't, you know, there's a lot of things I didn't, you know, I would just think I would ever, ever, ever do, but right. you got to change Times are changing, and, right, uh, you just go with it. You know, that's why I always look around, I always tell, I always tell my wife, said, if you ever see me in a restaurant, and I've got my socks pulled up to my knees, and I've got a belt on, my shirt tucked into it, my belly's hanging over, and i got Velcro, white Velcro shoes on, just take a gun and shoot me. Just take I, me, I, take I, I, me so out I'm back. Gonna, I'm not going to be that guy that looks in the mirror and go, okay, it's that time, I need to dress like, you know, dress this way now. Oh, God. I ain't going to do that. <laughs> I thought I'm going to dress cool. <laughs> but I get it, you know, that's it, but it's, and it's not that, and I use that figure that the Flatbill guys on. I use right. that. It's just it's a persona yeah. with that little group because they're following one or two or three that, you know, they ain't got a clue. They never had to earn it, you know. And so, and, it is, and it's just what probably frustrates me the most in the industry today is, is the ones that follow that will never get it. They'll never... They'll never understand it, you know. I said, and they'll do th- they'll do stuff the wrong way. Rest their life because that's what they're how they're getting taught, you know. Well, what I, don't know. I, I mean, the only thing, like I said, that I'm going to try to do is is all of us at Final Approach are going to just try to put out, you know, try to put, try to put out some content and some in, info, some instruction. You know, there's there's a hundred uh-huh. ways to do it. We're just going to try to put out a way that we think. Uh, is 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 a good way to do it. I'm not saying it's the right way or wrong way. And and maybe you know maybe some of that younger generation or new hunters they could pick up something, they could learn something. And we're just trying to keep the sport going and keep the sport going in the right direction and the tradition that's of it. The number and one part of this. That's yeah. all. I, that's all I can do. I'm I'm going to try to do my part at the and company. Hey, I don't care how many flat bills that if they were a flat bill, as long as they got face paint, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. There you go. That's two worlds right there. Put them together. That's all good. Listen, as long as they as long as they respect the sport, do what they can, and and last but not least, like don't take this shit so seriously. This is meant to have fun and enjoy it and enjoy the outdoors. As long as you're doing that, listen, if I don't get outside on a daily basis, I feel like I have like even if I just go run the dog right. at the duck club, if I don't get out sure. of the house, I feel right. like my day is not complete. So if, if anybody exactly. feels like that and you got to go fishing for an hour, you got to go chase turkeys or you got to go do something, man, I'm all for it. So that, that's all we're shooting for. So, you know, you, like I said, well, you can call us old hillbillies, whatever you want to call not, us. And I, and I <laughs> want this record most young guys because, you know, we still run a guy, you know, we guide and, run all these hunters and stuff. And so I go with a ton of young guys all the time. The majority of them are way more educated in the sport than we were at that at age. That time, because yes. we had uh, uh, the killing experience. Yes. We had that experience and the hard work and earning experience. But these kids here, with the Internet and everything, yep. on the other hand, have got all the information at their hands. Oh, it's and incredible. And if they're really into this, they're going to learn it, you know. And... Uh, they will learn, and then they see you putting something into it, and they learn a different twist to it, yep. and they're awesome. You know, yep. I mean, the 90% of them are awesome. You know, it just worries me that this, these self-made, self-made Internet guys yeah, that, are just trying to teach them you know, all these different ways. You just look there and go, are you serious? You know. Well, there's so much, so, there's so much out there to learn, like you said. I mean, I mean think, about, think about, you know, you learning how to call 
you know, you had to go, you know, and you could talk about the progression, you know, you had to go down and, and, and sit with grounds or you had to go somewhere and sit with somebody. Uh, you couldn't just click on your phone and look at 20 videos. You know, you had to go down to somebody's duck camp or spend the weekend down there or do something. Or, you know, as you came through, it was like, I'm going to order a VHS tape. I'm going to order a DVD, you know, right. and now it's gone to YouTube and, and, Inst you know, you just kind of get your stuff on, on, on the internet everywhere. So yeah, it has changed tremendously. So, so I'm just hoping that, you know, they take the good stuff, learn as much as they can, respect the sport, right. just go for it and just right. have a good time. And that'll make, that'll make the industry keep going, make it grow, make it better. And, you know, you know, we're not going to be around forever, well, so you just pass it on. It ain't, it ain't about being cool to have, having fun and sharing this with no doubt. friends, you know. And the That's family. That's what the good yeah. Lord put all this on here yeah. for, so have a good time. You know? That's right. There's and, no doubt. Uh, they give us a brain to learn all this stuff, you That's know. That's right. And, but also, he wanted us to work hard. There's you know? no doubt. So you gotta, I'm never against, you know, I've been a physical labor guy all my life. and, and uh, You and me both. You, you know. Yep. you got to work at whatever you do if you want to be successful. That's and, right. Uh, the phoniness only lasts so long. Yeah, I mean the the shine yeah. comes off. You gotta you gotta grind it out and and work hard and push it and push hard and learn and grow and uh, and and it'll pay off right. at some point. That's just the way it goes. That's that's how you earn it. You know. I got a bunch of guys and uh, I go to in New York up there early season. I go every year up there. A bunch of young guys come in and they're very respectful and they want to know what you think or something. I'll tell you, you know I me. Mean? I just tell them. Yeah. And uh, but. But super anxious to learn, yeah. and they're the same young generation we're talking about. Yep. But they're super anxious to learn, perfect, and they want to kill them, and they want their clients to kill them, and be good people. That's that's who I want to be around. Yep. That makes Agreed. me feel good. I taught that kid something, you know. And then I got a bunch out in Kansas. He's a young outfitter out there. I mean, he's gone home, man. He's ready to go. They get a kick out of me. They. <laughs> they go, oh boy, he ain't gonna like this what we did, you know. I go, dude, I'm not using that garbage. We can't do this. You know, this ain't gonna work. And now listen, then they'll go right along and next thing you know, we're killing them and they're like and they get it. Yeah. You know, they get the whole situation then, you know. So it, and then they're proud of it, and then you have a blast of them. That's right. That's what it's supposed to be about, you know. So, yeah, you're supposed uh, to pass it on and pass you know, the so info I on. Want, I didn't yeah. want to come off sounding like I'm beating up on every no. other kid. I'm absolutely not. I'm, no. I'm, I'm beating on 5%. Yeah, you know, so. yeah, and listen, that 5% is just going to be no matter. Listen, it was listen that 5% or so, they were back when we were coming through as well. You know what I mean? They just weren't out in your face because everything's right. online and everything. There were still those guys back then. Right. You know what I mean? There, there was that stuff going on all the time. So yeah, it, it was, nothing's yeah, changed. Yeah. You know, no, you know, as much as it's uh, changed, it still remained the same. So those guys were still back there then, and right. there, there's there's been guys right. like that through the whole time we've come through. Now it's just really prevalent and right in front of your face because you know you click on your phone and it's right there. So yeah, that, right, nothing, right. nothing. So yeah, yeah, those guys have been there. It hasn't changed. So. It's all good. So yeah. you just say the good's going to outweigh the yeah. bad at some point, and that's it. You just go for it, you know. Well, what do you guys got new this year? Oh, man, there's a – listen, let, I got – You better let me know. Man. I kind of look at – I keep a pretty good eye on it. But, I, we uh, got some stuff up uh, our sleeves, you know what I mean? You know, we got a few things up. Somebody you, told me the other day, and somebody works over there told me the other day, there's a lot of cool stuff coming there's up. There's a ton coming this that's year, awesome. and there's a ton coming for 2013. I, I don't even I'm working on 22 23 there's a lot coming next couple of years is gonna be a lot of fun so you're gonna see a ton of stuff yes cool awesome you know and up against rocks whatever they're awesome 
you know, I mean, I'll just keep adding to the deal. Uh, so we're getting ready to place a pretty good order here. Pretty good, quick, but, good. Uh, awesome, bud. Yeah, anything you need from me, man, I'd be glad to help on this here. Thank so, you. I do, I do appreciate anyway, it. Thank you. Okay. All right, we'll bud. Talk to you right, soon. Thanks, for thanks, Jeff. Okay. Jeff Foyles, man, there's only one. You know what I mean? I mean, there truly is only one. He, he's, he's been, uh, like, you could call him the rock star of, um, you know, you can call him the rock star of, of Waterfowl, whatever you want to call him, man. He's, he's been in it. He's seen it. He, uh, he grinded through it, pushed through it, you know, went through all the stuff that he went through, you know, having the violations, going to, going to jail, coming out, uh, changing everything. I mean, he's, He's seen it, done it all. So uh, that was an incredible, incredible time uh, listening to all that and getting all that info. So big shout-outs to everybody. It's the FA Podcast. Uh, my partners included Weatherby and Federal and Rogers Sporting Goods. Talked about them a bunch. And uh, Ranchland Outfitters up in Alberta, Canada. So big shout-outs to everybody. Thanks for joining this one. This one this one was a long one, but, man, this, this one kicked ass for real. So appreciate you listening. I'm Mario. I'm out.